Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And all this anime is really starting to mess with my aura. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Damn it, Rem. The chakras are not aligned this week, Sean. My feng shui is all off. (laughs) Something is afoot. I need to move that sofa to the opposite side of the room or else it's going to be out of whack for all for the rest of the week. It's going to be awful. (laughs) So, uh, Uh, Sean, amazingly, we're we're on a hot streak, at least as far as I'm concerned, where it's been for, for the month of January. It's been all good so far. And this is our last January episode. Yeah, I mean, you've more or less had nothing but a solid month of good anime. Yeah. Yeah, and it, we we could we could tie that knot right here. Finalize that January going into 2021 is a good anime month, Sean. I mean, if you count like the very very end of uh, December, we basically have a full month worth of anime. I'll be honest, I I can hardly remember that far back. Uh, it, it's all <laughs> a blur. <laughs> I, I I repress things after a week or so. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> No, wait a minute, because our last our, our last episode of the year last year was Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah, that's true. So oh, yeah, but, it's but only uh, been yeah, January. we had uh, four. Yeah. This will be uh, our fifth episode. So will this come out in January? Yes, it yeah. should, right? Yes. It should. It, this will be going up January 30th, unless you are a paint, in which case I don't need to sell it to you because you've already you already heard it early. Ah, oh, fuck. This wasn't yeah, a so plan. really, really, you're just rubbing it in and trying to do the subtle advertising thing, which isn't really your forte. God, we should you... leave it to me like we did in last episode. <laughs> It's so sorry. God, how do we do it? How do we do it? Um, no, really, how do we do it? But yeah, uh, oh, that's right, because uh, this month started on a Saturday or a Sunday, rather. Or, well, Friday. It's it's. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, where Sean and I don't know how time works. No, we don't. It's all blended together. We're still we still have a fucking 2020 hangover, and it looks like we're starting uh, 2021 with drinking as well. So we're it's gonna be interesting. All right. So Sean, are we going to have the, f- the book? The end fifth anime January? of January. The fifth anime of January. Is it gonna be good? In which case, January is one of the single best months of anime we've ever had on this podcast. Uh, or has it has it all been building up for a crash landing, Sean? Well, Remington, that remains to be seen. Oh fuck. Uh, because, Rem, uh, before we actually get to talking about our anime today, I, uh, I, I have some business to take care of. Oh, some business? Okay. How frightening. Uh, no, uh, it's nothing to worry about. It's just, uh, I'm a little bit behind. Yeah? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, on your combination birthday Christmas present. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it is. Uh, my birthday was in November. Uh, Christmas was in, in December. So mm-hmm. that, that uh, so, will put you a bit behind, yes. So, so I got, I got an art, I got a little something for you. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, and, no. uh, this will make way more sense to, uh, people who have listened to our pre-banters. Uh, I, cause I think it's something we talked about ew, a couple months back, maybe. Uh, but, uh, I just... 
just thought I'd do something nice for you, Rem, because you did something so nice for me on my birthday. I gave him, for, for those who don't know, I gave him customized art of him, of Sean, as a D&D character. He was a really high-quality wizard. It was a nice-quality commission. It was a very high-quality commission. Problem is, is the race you chose. Uh, it, it was a homebrew race. <laughs> homebrew. <laughs> Fucking homebrew, you say. <laughs> I, I was a minion. I made him a minion. Yeah. He loved Yeah, made me a minion. <laughs> All right. But Ram, I am not an entirely vengeful person. Oh? I thought I would do something nice for you for your birthday. Okay, kill him with kindness. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so in one of our pre-banters, uh, we, we like to do quizzes in our pre-banters <laughs> just because they're weird and they can sometimes prompt good humor because a lot of the quizzes are really, really bad. And in one and uh, two of the quizzes we did were what anime characters oh, no. Bra- me and Remington oh, were. No. Oh, so no. uh, just as a little treat, I got a little art piece done of both me and Remington, and I'm going to post it on our Twitter, and there might be a link to it in the uh, podcast episode as well. We'll see what Dylan does with that. Uh, but... Remington, have a look-see at your little birthday uh, commission. Jesus fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh no. Oh god. (laughs) All right. So uh, you have me as Sasuke, uh, and then you have Sean as Kiki, and this is one of the most cursed images I've ever seen in my life. I think I look adorable, Remington. How dare you? I, th- I just got a cute little commission done for you. I mean, I didn't have enough money to really get uh, a full-fledged commission like yours, oh, so I figured that God. this would be a nice little, uh, little, little treat for oh, you. God, this is. <laughs> oh, all right. So if you want to see that, check out our, our Twitter, our Patreon, uh, or wherever. Um, it's it's quite the sight to to behold. All right. So now that I'm tilted off the face of the planet. Well, Ram, that was just your birthday. What? <laughs> no! And it can be a bit rough because your birthday is so close to Christmas. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, but there is there's actual a genuine purpose for this next gift because it does actually tie into today's anime. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, uh, we actually had a really good friend of ours uh, do this one as well, uh, just to add a little bit of personal flavor into it. Yeah. Uh, and actually, not only, it wasn't just me and our, that friend, it was also uh, one of the most important people in your life that helped with this. Oh, no. Uh, she is small, a bit of a gremlin, you, and you, you, uh, you've got has my... You've got my Quite own, the taste. own girlfriend to, oh, I, I've, I've never been so betrayed. All right, all right. Let's yeah, see. she helped come up with the concept and uh, put it to work. I, I forked over a, enough money for a high quality commission on this one because Christmas is a bit more special than your birthdays. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, we've been working on it for about a month, a little tweaks here and there, and ultimately, I think it turned out really good. Uh, because, Rem, uh, I, I wanted to save it especially for today's anime because it, we got we couldn't go into today's anime without you having a mental image of what it'd be like for you to be in this anime. Oh, no. So, Remington, uh, here is your, uh, Christmas present. See, I, I know my girlfriend's style of art, and her style of art doesn't match with my preferences in show. Oh, dear. God. Oh, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Um, all right. So, uh, our dear friend Hunter, uh, did this, um, and, uh, she and your girlfriend came up with the, uh, creature design. Okay. Um. It's a chimera. I, I know, yeah, it, okay, so I'm looking at me as a chimera. Um, 
I I have no words. I <laughs> this was not what I was anticipating. Uh, no. So I take it that our our show has has some beasties in it. You could say that, Rem. Do you want to do you want to give a more uh, detailed physical description of what we have going for you? Because um, I mean, it's a very high quality commission. I'll have you know. <laughs> Uh, if you made a chimera furry of me, <laughs> so I would, or I guess half furry, half scaly, uh, for I have a snake ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we tried to model it after like uh, that one uh, white snake that you enjoyed, but we figured we'd make it green just to make it a bit more interesting color-wise. Oh, good God! All right, okay, okay. So there's there's two possibilities. One is that maybe it's some like shown in mythological creatures. Uh, maybe like a cool Greek myth anime. The other is that it's Monster Girls. <laughs> Those are like the two options as far as I can see. Well, first off, Merry Christmas, Remington. Uh, I hope you like your present. It's a very high quality <laughs> mission. They, they, it, it is, it is high quality. Yes, and we will post that one as well, maybe with a spoiler tag, just for young eyes. Uh, but with that, Remington, the anime we're going to be talking about today is simply known as Beastars. Okay, I've heard the name. I've heard people talk about it a lot and recommend yes. it quite a bit, but I know yes. nothing about it. Yes, it is probably one of the most popular uh, anime to come out uh, end of 2019, except for anybody outside of Japan. Uh, it was more of a 2020 anime due to the fact that... Uh, so there's something you need to know about Netflix, uh, Remington. Yep. Because uh, this is a Netflix exclusive anime. Of course. Uh, Netflix can be a bit, a bit of a bunch of bastards when it comes to anime. Sounds about right. Uh, because they don't simulcast. Uh, are you familiar with that term by chance? Obviously, but for those who aren't aware, maybe give them yeah. a filler. I yeah, think. I thought so. So uh, basically speaking, Remington, the simulcast is the uh, the translated episodes of the show that come out as the show comes out with uh, as minimal delay as possible. So like the anime will come out and then give it a little bit of time and then you'll get the uh, subbed version overseas. Okay. Right? So it's a uh, week-by-week episode type deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, like how TV shows happen. Yep. Uh, Netflix, they don't they do not do that. Uh, Netflix waits until the entire season is done and then drops it all at once. <laughs> uh, that, so if hey, people... They're all about that binging. Yes, 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 yes. Which there's, there's some things to be said for and against that. Uh, but for somebody who is active in the anime community and is trying to stay up to date on most of the seasonals, uh, and or if you're really excited for the second season of a show that you uh, uh, know is coming out, uh, there we there is the thing called Netflix Jail, where we just don't get to see it for a couple months. We know it's out there, we know it exists, but we just we just don't get to watch it. Uh, and so by the time that we get to watch it, most of the global hype has uh, died down, more or less. Because Netflix likes to cuck us, as the kids say. <laughs> That's the, of course. Yeah, Netflix and cuck, you know. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's not the first time nor the last time they will do it. So a lot of times shows will be in Netflix jail. Uh, so it, this show is more considered to be a 2020 affair. Um, but it is arguably one of the more popular uh, shows of the past year because it surprised a lot of people. Like a good surprise? Yes, actually. Okay. Uh, because on the outskirts, it it looks, well, it looks like horny, violent Zootopia. Oh, I'll be no. honest. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the most concise way to describe it from the outset. <laughs> All right. Um, right. I'm far from sold. <laughs> 
trust me, that's a gross oversimplification. Uh, but the basic idea is this, Rem. Uh, it's a civilized society of anthropomorphic animals. There's your Zootopia. Uh, there is an uneasy tension between carnivores and herbivores. There's a more Zootopia for you. And at a academy, there is a lot of tension and mutual distrust peaking after a series of predation murders occur. Okay. And a lot, uh, and it's uh, centers around our main character who is simply known as uh, Legoshi, I'm saying that pronoun uh, right, who is a gray wolf uh, who is a bit of a uh, bit of an introvert gray wolf, bit of a shy gray wolf. He's been kind of persecuted for most of his life because, you know, he's a, he's a wolf. Of course. He's a wolf. And uh, when you're a wolf, it's a little hard to get along with things that people tend to eat, you know? Yeah. It's, you, your food doesn't really appreciate you eating it, that type of thing. And uh, But he isn't really about the whole predation thing because, you know, it's, it's not his style. Uh, and... Uh, he has an interaction, uh, with a very pretty, uh, white dwarf rabbit named Haru. No. <laughs> and, uh, is dealing with the, uh, instincts of being a predator versus his, uh, complex, uh, potentially romantic feelings towards this, uh, uh, this rabbit, as well as all of the, uh, murder and blood and violence that's going around in this world. So it's a bit of a mystery thriller, uh, thriller romance with a bit of edge just for flavor. This is just some Twilight bullshit right here. <laughs> That's what this is. I mean, he doesn't sparkle in the sunlight, so it's probably. Oh, fine. thank God! All right, yeah that that was the only that was the only thing I ever criticized about Twilight. So as long as it doesn't sparkle, I'm fine. Actually, yeah. it is weird how that is the thing that people latch onto immediately when they think of Twilight and want to <laughs> criticize about it, right? It's, it, it's a little bit strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take uh, one of the most key vampire things and just make it like a nobody would be afraid of me if I was glittery and pretty. Uh, which mm. I'll be honest. If anything, the glittering thing—it's one of the better things to come from from the whole series. Yeah, because if you think about it, it's it's different. Yeah, and it's different. And if it's pretty, guess what? Uh, Prey likes to do move towards pretty things. Yeah, no, I, that's one of the very few things I think I might actually support. Yeah, no, no that it it's a bit weird, but it's definitely better than whatever the rest of the series was. Uh, and we're not just blindly criticizing. I believe both me and Rem have read the series. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, but, it's a it's a shame. Uh, do, do, do we do we get any sort type of love triangle? Uh, do we get an Edward and Jacob or anything? Oh yeah, I mean the rabbit's a bit of a whore, but that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> the rabbit is a bit of a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I can't help it if the main character Wolf is just a bit of a shy, introverted guy who just wants to you know, make friends, possibly have some romantic uh, exploration. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not the one that is suggesting that. I'm just saying that, you know, this is definitely a more adult-orientated show. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Is, is there anything <laughs> I need to know before we we get into things? Uh, well, uh, the first shocking thing that might come to mind is it is actually, uh, we're doing it. It's another 100% CG anime. Oh, God. Oh, no. Wait, so is this just that Zootopia mixed with insert any edgy bullshit anime here mixed with that one CGI zoo girl oh, oh, show? Ken Mono Friends. Yeah, Ken Mono Friends. <laughs> 
Uh, believe it or not, the Rem, the animation in this isn't the worst thing on the face of the planet. That makes me want to tear my eyes out. No, 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 that's an anime we're going to have to cover later this year. Oh, God, it only has two episodes out right at the point of this recording, but I've already want to cry because of it. <sighs> so I figured watching something that has at least a solid CG animation would be worth the time. Whatever you Plus, say. Plus, it's thematic with your, with your Christmas present. Oh, God, all right, okay, okay. So, Rem, it'll be up to you whether or not uh, January ends with a positive experience. So without that, but sure. (laughs) So without further ado, let's jump into Beast Stars or Beast Stars. No, there's only one. It's Beast A R S. So Beast Stars. There you go. God damn it. Hey y'all, in an effort to reduce the number of threatening legal emails we get from both anime studios and music rights holders, we will no longer be including a section from the song's opening or ending song, and we're going to be replacing it with a song specifically commissioned for our use. In the meantime, here's a fun sound effect to signify the passing of time between parts one and two of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of Beastars. And Rem, it's going to be interesting how you feel about this one because uh, it is probably one of the most interesting stylized anime we've covered to date. Yeah? Yep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. All right. Let's see. How? (laughs) You don't even... Like, here's the thing about Beastars. Right off the bat, Mm -hmm. it, it... it tilted and confused me quite a lot. Quite oh. a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, because we, as we all know, I don't know anime things, right? That's a, I, right. I'm still getting used to the mm-hmm. anime tropes. But now, attached to that, another subculture of which I'm ignorant, the furry community. And so those just multiply one another and I, it, I'm just a confused boy, Sean. Uh, but I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, okay, so Rem. Let's break it we, down, shall we? We, we open up. the The show starts with uh, an alpaca. I thought he was a sheep, but he's an alpaca, as it turns out. Uh, he's, he's hurt. He's running from some evil carnivorous beast. Uh, and he's like, oh, God, you wouldn't kill your classmates. Why? Oh, God. Uh, and then he gets murdered, um, which <laughs> I guess I guess that means that this show takes place in uh, in America. And, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, Rem. There are no guns involved. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, I just assumed that was the metaphor. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like Lagoshi is just a Columbine shooter. Anyway, um... hold. Uh, okay, hold. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think we can use that joke. Holy fuck, that was dark even for you, Rem. My God. Holy shit. All right. Okay. Scrap it. Scrap it. So, uh, the alpaca he gets murdered, and uh, people are discussing like, oh my God, he got murdered. What are we gonna do about this rolling drama? <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's high up on the concern list. I mean, um, it's a pretty is... common occurrence, apparently, in this world. Yeah, like, accountability just isn't really prominent in this show. Uh, once again, it's a Japanese high school, which means uh, adults 
just aren't aren't real. Um, and there's some there's some adults. There's I guess, but they still they don't do anything. Um, there when it comes to like accountability for the students, it, it once again as always, it's a student run school through and through, and uh, no punishments really at any point. Uh, we'll we'll get into that more prominently. Uh, and there's sort of like this this murder mystery vibe that I I was sort of jiving with. It it only or okay maybe not only exists in the episode one, but the darkness and the the mysterious elements they're most prominent in the first episode right mm -hmm. uh like i would describe it started out as zootopia meets tokyo ghoul right okay yeah that it makes ended sense. up as zootopia mixed with 13 reasons why and that's oh not, jesus <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> transition we'll get to how that transition works it's not one i was anticipating uh <laughs> i thought okay we're getting zootopia tokyo ghoul interesting little combo let's see how it goes but it that's episode one and then the other four episodes were otherwise but uh we we uh we see this this one sheep girl named else and she gets spooked by Lagoshi, who's a big spooky wolf boy, who's also socially inept. And he spooks her, but then he's like, oh, here's a love letter from the dead alpaca. Uh, he was crushing on you. So, hey. Uh, already, it, it's, it is not being subtle with the very cliched messages of stereotypes bad, don't judge a book by its cover, etc., etc., um, uh, as it, it, I, I don't know why, but it seems like anytimes those themes are the message, they're never subtle about it. It's always like, oh, wow, this teaches us to not make assumptions about one another in always the most blatant of ways. Uh, and indeed that's true here as well. Yeah, it's, it's definitely so, one of those tropes that doesn't really, uh thrive on subtlety does it <laughs> yeah uh we we meet some more characters in episode one we meet uh Rui who is the the great star he's he's a a buck and everyone wants to to jump on his dick and antlers and <laughs> the, uh, well really, like if you the... jump on the antlers I feel like it would be a bit painful <laughs> uh, for all parties involved yeah, but nobody at the school would turn him down. Uh, I mean, anything... have you seen him? He is very <laughs> handsome for a deer, uh, Remington. Anything Rui does is filled with sexual tension. Uh, it reminded me a lot of, oh, I'm blinking out on the name, but um, Yuri on Ice. Yes. The, uh, you you know who I'm talking about. I don't remember the name. I'm bad. Sexy Russian man? Sexy Russian man. Exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's his name. I forgot. <laughs> So sexy Russian man. That's that's Rui's role here. Uh, we also get introduced to Hal, um, who unfortunately oh, that would be Victor, by the way. Victor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought you were talking about. The, I've already moved on from sexy Russian man. Uh <laughs> okay. Well, hey. <laughs> so uh, we meet Hal, who is a uh, a dwarf rabbit, uh, a small, cute little dwarf rabbit. Uh, unfortunately, Hal is not uh, the father in Malcolm in the Middle played by Brian Cranston, although that would have been a great <laughs> creative decision in this show, I feel. Uh, imagine Brian Cranston as the dwarf rabbit in this show, Sean. I want you to picture it right now. If anybody's familiar with the show, picture that right now. Uh, That's some I'm, quality I'm pictured television. I'm it, Rem, and, and as amazing, as amazing as that would be. He'd pull it off. I mean, he, I mean it's Brian Cranston. The man could, <laughs> like... The man won an Emmy for throwing a pizza on a roof. I feel like he could do anything. <laughs> uh, so uh, 
So, uh, Hal, she's, she's bullied, uh, for reasons we don't know yet. Um, th there was some drama between her and a different rabbit's boyfriend that, uh, we're not told all the details. Uh, we, we have rehearsal for, uh, for, for the show that's going on with Rui, the buck, and some other characters that matter less. Um, th there's like a last minute change to replace the dead alpaca. So they have late night rehearsal and they get Lagoshi the wolf to be lookout. And as he's the lookout, Hal, the rabbit, uh, she's walking by and Lagoshi. All right. How to describe this? He has <laughs> a, it, okay. It's as if he, he's a wolf already. It's as if he turns into a werewolf and they do this via what I'm going to describe as an animal planet magical girl sequence. That is <laughs> like if anybody just like has, has watched animal planet, like back when it was about animals and you would get uh, these what, like CGI a like a world's 3D. deadliest creatures thing yes exactly that sean <laughs> uh where it gets like 3d uh and you see like veins or organs or body parts or the animals in in that sort of way that's sort of what we're going but a magical girl transformation kind of way where he turns into still just himself but a ferocious wolf self um, it, it was a weird moment. It was a weird moment. <laughs> um, I think they're playing up like, oh, he is a predator who can't control himself all the time. But yeah, that's also, definitely what they're doing. They convey it via him having schizophrenia and seeing shadow aliens. <laughs> I mean, Remington, when you want to bite my throat out, don't you also see shadow aliens of yourself? Your, like, your inner ego telling you, hey, it's not that bad. Like, don't get me wrong. We also see, like, a shadow wolf, which makes a lot of sense to me, right? Because he's mm -hmm. a wolf. But when we're introduced to the shadow, it's not a wolf. It's it's just an alien, like, like a Roswell alien-looking motherfucker. I, there were so many strange creative decisions in this part. Um, anyway, he tries to murder the bunny. Um... <laughs> That's how we get in episode one. Uh, episode two. Uh, we, we see Lagoshi. He's asleep. A sleepy little wolf boy. And uh, we we get a, a flashback to him not murdering the bunny. Uh, unfortunately, Rui the buck, he hurt himself during rehearsal. He fell off the stage helping someone out. And as we learn, he broke his fucking leg here. Uh, and... He, he Which just in keeps... animal rules means that we have to take him around back. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I'm sorry, you can't act anymore, Rui. Uh... <laughs> 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 and so uh, he keeps walking on it and pretending like everything's fine because he wants to do good on the performance and everything, uh, even though it's a very action-packed performance. And can you imagine what kind of dumbass... Uh, is is just gonna keep keep walking with a a fucked up leg like that? Come on. Uh... Hmm. Hmm. It definitely <laughs> doesn't sound like a certain somebody I know from our seasonal acting job on not just one, but like I've lost track of how many occasions a certain somebody has injured himself to the point of me having to carry his happy ass to my vehicle. Couldn't tell you who. Uh, who knows, man. Definitely nobody, anybody listening knows. Uh, that would be absurd. Yeah, it, it, it would be uh, ridiculous. Uh, so that happens. We get a weird like lunch fight that Lagoshi steps in on. And I, I don't know Lagoshi's deal. Sean, I'll be honest. They're they're sort of doing this like he's a super predator, but also totally not, and he's not very in tune with himself being a predator. And I have 
I only have one way to make sense of it, which I will describe in a little bit. Uh, but it, it, I'm still unsure with what they're going for. I, I mean, Lagoshi confuses. Lagoshi confuses I, me, Sean. I mean, I have the answer. Like, I, it's right here in my notes. I would shake the paper if I had a piece of paper, but it's all on the computer, so I'd be shaking the whole <laughs> computer, and that's just not good podcasting experience. All right, do do share, cause like I get that he's sort of like a prey-like predator, uh, but he also has some innate predator tendencies that he tries to subdue often. Um, but oftentimes yeah. he doesn't even need to try to subdue it, cause he's naturally submissive. It, the idea behind Lagoshi is, as a main character, is yeah, he's he's a fucking wolf, and that's terrifying. He is a big, powerful predator. Uh, but the thing is. He doesn't want to be that. He doesn't like the idea of being a vicious, powerful predator and wants to live a more passive, herbivoric-style life just because, you know, a lot of the uh, predators are very... Uh, how would I describe it? Uh, alpha, I feel like, is probably the most appropriate way. Yeah. Uh, and Lagoshi's whole thing is that he doesn't want that and he has he understands that discrimination goes both ways. And he Wait. doesn't feel superior to uh, these other uh, people, yet at the same yeah. time, he knows that he is. And he's trying to bring himself down to their level as much as possible, trying to fool himself into believing that he's, you know, just like these other people. And that he, in fact, uh, I mean, he is a predator and he understands that, but he doesn't want to be a predator, you know? Yeah. Meanwhile, Hal, the dwarf rabbit, uh, she is like a predator-like prey animal, right? She's assertive and dominant, even though she's a small little rabbit. Uh, I and I, I get that, but here's here's sort of my critique of the overarching idea of V stars. The overarching idea is like as we've said, stereotypes bad. Don't don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, you can break out of whatever mold you have been placed in, right? You are not defined by others but yourself. All of those messages that we've seen, uh, which cool. All right. Uh, no, nothing particularly like new or original, but that that's fine. Uh, but the thing that's weird about it is then they lean so hard into the biologically deterministic elements of it where it's like you don't have to be uh defined by what you are except also the vast majority of people are uh in b-stars are not only like defined by who they are but they like that definition is the most fitting thing for them it's like oh yes i am this animal and only this animal in every single way uh and they like lean really really hard into that as well in a confusing manner and i understand it's sort of because like oh well we have a show about animals we have to show them like being the animals they are sometimes uh, but i i just think the way it's handled gets a bit muddled on the theming and the messaging at times yeah like i uh, can tell what they're going for but i don't think it's uh, a clean execution. It's definitely a little shaky in the first half of the first season, I will say that. Uh, but I think what uh, another thing that they're trying to go for is they're trying to emphasize the balance between their naturalistic side and their, you know, humanistic side. Uh, because by the end, things get pretty... Uh, l let's just say... Remember how I described it as uh, Zootopia with um, uh, ex like extra horny and extra violent? Uh, yeah. The extra violent part is in is primarily in the later half of the series. And I believe a lot of the uh, moral quandaries is, yes, it wants them to step away from their 
base natural instincts, but it also wants them to understand that those natural instincts are a part of them and how they can twist them to be, uh, you know, part of them without causing harm to others. You know what I mean? Be who you are, but at the same time, not be a burden on others. It's one of those weird teenage drama philosophy things that uh, gets kind of mixed up by the end, but I I can see what they're going for. They're trying to have an overall balanced message by the end, uh, from what I I can tell. I still just don't think that it's executed as successfully as they would like. Uh, But I, too, I I get what they're going for. Uh, Anyway, speaking of uh, being super horny, so Lagoshi needs to visit the Garden Club to get some flowers. Garden Club, apparently the only member is Hal the Rabbit. Uh, She takes care of all of the flowers. Uh, She has no overt memory of being attacked by Lagoshi, or at least maybe she doesn't know it was Lagoshi, or she knows and she's not saying anything. It's not super clear. Um, It's made clear later, don't worry. All right, cool. Um, But he's like, hey, uh, so I I could use some flowers, and he's all, like, awkward about it. And then she's like, all right, yeah, come come right in here. You, you want to grab my tea? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. Well, you know, I should probably go. And then she's like, oh, I get it. Let's fuck. And she takes off all her clothes because uh, she's a rabbit, and that's rabbits want to fuck. Uh, and and so that that's why she's been bullied so much is because she's a slutty rabbit um, which I also feel is like a lazy decision. Like, don't get me wrong, slut shaming is very real. It's it's way too prominent. Uh, and I'm fine with like touching upon that in a show. But do we need every single character? Do we do we need it to be a situation where it's like all the boys love her and want to fuck her, but then also think she's a slut? All the girls hate her because all the boys love her. Like, it's just so cliche lacking any nuance or originality it's like i once again i get what you're going for i'm just it's overdone and i just want to see something a little different add some complexity some nuance to the formula a little bit i will say there Uh, is some complexity and nuance added to her later down the line but you know like it's not half the season well and here's the interesting thing uh and and i'm gonna sort of summarize my thoughts about the show as as we go into episode three here um i think b stars has really good characterization right i think it defines its characters pretty darn well I, but I think the story and the and the script are not good, which is a weird position to be in, uh, because usually those things go hand in hand. But right now, it's like, these are some interesting characters. I just wish that the world and the script and the story were all handled very differently so that these characters should could could be in a better better world and better story. Like, it's just... It's so, it's so weird. It's such... Very rarely do I have a position like that. Hmm. And I think I understand where you're coming from, and I am i can't wait for the emails we're going to get on this one because they're going to be the, the most confused <laughs> critical emails we've received. They're like, what? But he, but he hasn't... I don't... What about... But didn't he see... Uh, and the answer is no, he hasn't seen that part yet, guys. Remember, 12 episodes, we've only seen five of them. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, episode three, we open up with some boys talking about how slutty the rabbit is. Um, we we get an assembly in which uh, Rui's given an award. We get exposition uh, about Drama Club and the members of Drama Club. Uh, the rules of Drama Club. Uh, first of all, there's a 14 year old. There there was a there's a do- a person who used to be a 14 year old dominatrix. Don't know why they had to include that. Strongly disagree. But the premise of Drama Club. I'll be honest, I I definitely forgot about that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I like what the fuck. Uh, but the premise of Drama Club it follows the fairy tale principle of everyone has a scar. Uh, which uh, once well, again, mm. I, I, I I'm gonna say it every time. I think it's sort of dumb. I think it's sort of dumb. Uh, don't do that. It's so cliche. Uh, like, oh, we're just such a band of misfits struggling together, man. Uh, we, we've all had troubled pasts. It's like, oh, God, stop. I just want... This show it has such a unique style. It has decent characters. And, and it has some, some unique elements of it. But it's just flooded with bland, unoriginal cliches at every turn. And I... It's sucking the life out of me. <laughs> uh, so we get introduced to Journalism Club, which is like paparazzi yellow journalism club. Apparently they just want to wreck fellow students' lives, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that's the preface. Uh, we have a scene between Lagoshi and Rui where it's clear they want to fuck. <laughs> like the premise is Rui is like, come on, be a predator, bite me. Uh, and Lagoshi like sort of nibbles at Rui. Um, <laughs> they want to fuck. Look, man. Look, Rui is just a walking, talking mass of sexual like. <laughs> like I get, I get what they want is is Lagoshi and Hal, right? That that's the the romance of the show. But there is so much more chemistry between Lagoshi and Rui, man. There is so oh. much more. Oh, you have no idea. Uh, <laughs> my like, God, they need. To, to be the ones to fuck, though I, I don't think like a long-term relationship. Lagoshi's not ready for any long-term relationship in this world. Uh, he no, needs to have no. his heart broken a couple times. Yeah, yeah, you, you could say, you, yeah, you could say that. Uh, you could say that. Uh, man, having foreknowledge of what goes on in the series is definitely interesting in this scenario because of your particular criticisms. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we have the performance of the show that Rui performs it on his fucked up leg. He's, he does super well. Everyone fucking loves it. Um, and, and then he faints as soon as the curtain is down. Uh, episode four, we open up. He's, he's in the nurse's office. Uh, the drama club is surrounding Rui, checking it up on him. And they're like, oh, he has a broken leg. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. What do we do? Uh, they assign replacements. A uh, big tiger boy, Tony the Tiger, is now uh, <laughs> taking Rui's role, and Lagoshi uh, is taking Rem, Tony the Tiger's role. You can't just role. say that. <laughs> I don't know his, his name. That's all I'm saying. It's Tony. Uh, it's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Bill. I don't know how you forgot that. It's very important. <laughs> of course, of course. Why would I? I why, why would I go with Tony the Tiger when it's clearly just Bill? Yeah, nah, Bill the Tiger. He's a well-written and fleshed-out character. His name is Bill. He's a tiger, and he's a dick. What What more do you need? Uh, so here's the thing. So uh, Bill was specifically chosen by Rui, right? Because Bill is, like, real good and stuff. And I thought, okay, this is nice that, like, they're showing the tiger to be competent and capable, um, real, real swell. Uh, but then they decide, oh, but we need a baddie. So the tiger is actually, he he's the predator of all predators. He's such a goddamn alpha and he's taking, he's taking, he's snorting some rabbit blood to, to really give him that, that predator edge. 
and he's just such an asshole now. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I thought it was going to be interesting to have him just be like a pretty swell guy, even if he's a little flawed, but instead they just lean into complete assholery. I, you know, you know what? And it might just be the CGI that's, that's making me make this comparison, but I'm, I'm just drawing so many parallels to Ruby where it's like, there's, there's so many so much potential here and i'm like yes yes this is so good and then they they fuck it up they fuck it up and i'm like no you have something good here uh but that's how b stars is making me feel uh so we we get the replacement performance uh Legoshi found that bill had some bunny blood that he was snorting and he's angry about that and so on stage they start actually fighting and Legoshi tries to murder Bill. Um, like he is just brutalizing the fuck out of Bill in front of all of their peers and the drama club. And everyone is just like, huh, nothing we can do about it. <laughs> you know, really wouldn't want to spoil the performance. Yeah, I mean, as as far as we know, that was part of the performance. I mean, haven't you ever seen like a well, proper fist fight break out on stage that you thought was so real? Um, definitely not. Uh, when when like bruises and blood start spurting out of a motherfucker's face, especially because you had already seen the show the day before, and it definitely wasn't this. And if you're in the drama club, you you can see that this is clearly fucked. But everyone lets this happen, which is a a dumb decision uh also a predictable I one mean, they, would they... you would would you really get in the way between a fight a, a fight between a wolf and a tiger i don't think i would oh how unfortunate I... that they don't have uh, another half dozen big old predators in drama club that they made sure no, to show us in this big divide look, scene the, that we had earlier. Look, the hippo's a pacifist. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, Which is the it, biggest lie of this story because hippos yeah, are monstrosities. I, I just... The story and the the story beats are are dumb. It's a really dumb story, especially because it has interesting characters, which if anything emphasizes uh 13 reasons why, specifically the Netflix series. The the book was was pretty decent. The Netflix series, oh dear god. Um but that that's where we're at where it, it was like, ooh, spooky mysterious drama and and now it's just like horny and intense and wow, that's crazy. And it's like, okay, I guess it is. Uh, and, and at the end of the fist fight, uh, the, the tiger, like, gets controls, scars the shit out hey, of Legoshi's use back. his name. Use his name. Uh, good old Tony and... Bill. <laughs> Bill. We've got to be correct with these things, Remington. Uh, so, uh, Rui comes for the save. And uh, all of their improv chops are amazing. Uh, they're some of the best improvisers around. They just make it into the show and make it real nice and convincing. Uh, episode five, we get properly introduced to Lagoshi's dog friend, who is apparently like his best friend, and is like, "Hey, I know you've been down a late. A you've you've been pretty down lately, Lagoshi. I know that you can't hide it from me because I am your best friend, and I know you better than anybody else." Meanwhile, I'm like, who the fuck is this dog that is just being introduced? Like, we briefly saw him, I guess, when Legoshi was waking up. Like, he had a line amidst, like, all of the other canines. Mm -hmm. But now it's just like, as you know, I'm your best friend. And it's like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, do you know his name by chance? <laughs> no, of course not. No, he. That's Jack. I don't. I don't know if they said his name. Yeah, I'll be honest. Maybe they said it once. I don't know. It's, it's possible they didn't. But uh, that's Jack. Anyway, uh, so. It's a scene that doesn't matter. It, it introduces us. It, it's a little bit dumb. Um, Rui talks to uh, Lagoshi and Bill and is like, you guys are suspended from the club. And then the paparazzi show up and he's like, all right, you're not suspended. Talk to the media for me. Um, which, all right, j- sure. Um, we see that Rui is also fucking Hal the money. Um, the, we, then we get to the festival of the meteor. We get some exposition about that. Uh, that lasts a little bit too long. Uh, Lagoshi leaves his crew and runs into Hal the bunny and they walk home. They have food together. They lock eyes and he's like, oh my God, I am in love. Uh, wait, but even though it was more of like a episode five transitions from Zootopia 13 reasons why. And now we're into Zootopia Twilight where it's like, <laughs> they're just suddenly in love, mm-hmm. even though this is clearly an unhealthy relationship dynamic that there we're being is. told we should root for. And now this is where we're going to get the actual angry emails. <laughs> are, are people going to try and say that this is the model of a healthy relationship? Is oh, that what people... Not. <laughs> People, people with people with uh, actual sense and reason, probably not. Uh, people who have seen the show to completion and are excited for the second season, we might get some letters. Uh, <laughs> they might find our physical address and give us actual paper letters. We don't know. Oh, God. L- let me say, Lagoshi and Hal shouldn't be together. Uh, maybe go on a date or something. Maybe she quickly breaks his heart, but they should not be together long term. Dear God. Not right now, at least. Uh, also, as a side note, Hal reminds me of, very specifically, of one of my exes, and that makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I know exactly which one you're talking about, too, <laughs> You I think. do! You do! <laughs> uh, it makes me wildly uncomfortable a little bit. Uh, fortunately, I am not Lagoshi, but there was a Lagoshi in the story, and things did oh. not end well for the Lagoshi. It uh, rarely ends well for the Lagoshi. I, I guess... <laughs> Uh, I, I was like a shitty Rui in this example. Um, but <laughs> expect all the you, fan art is of you with antlers now. Man. Oh I no, wait, wait we already, you've already, uh, for, for my birthday, or I guess it was my Christmas gift. Uh, you've already given me uh, a nice furry, uh, yeah, that was the first half of, of this me. episode, bud. Yeah, I know exactly. That's what I'm referencing. And, and so I don't need any more. You don't need any more. I don't. sure. But this would be show specific. Uh, anyway. So yeah, that, that's, that's B stars. Um, I, it has such it like it has some really good shit. The characterization is really solid. Uh, the the music is pretty good, albeit sometimes doesn't fit the scene that it's in. Like the music is really high quality, but sometimes just not congruent with what's happening on the screen. Uh, the OP is phenomenal, and like the intro, they have some really good stop motion, which is super interesting. Uh, definitely jive in with that. You can tell that a lot of thought and care has been put into this. A lot of stylistic visual decisions, even if sometimes the movement is a bit janky. Like, there's so many really good things about this show. And also, so many really not good things. Way to part the Red Sea of the fandom there, Rem. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I feel like most people should be able to find some merit in Beastars. Uh, it is very well stylized. It, it is it has a, quite a lot of thought put into it, even though it does fall flat on some very, very important elements. Uh, it feels like, idea-wise, it gets very lazy at times, but character-wise, it does very well. I don't know, man. It's a weird one. It's a really weird one. Well, Rem, uh, maybe we'll have to come back and uh, finish the first season, because uh, believe it or not, Rem, the second season is uh, just about to drop, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man, look at us being relevant. I know. Why do you think I chose it right now? Definitely hey, didn't hey. have anything to do with uh, your, 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 your gift. God damn it. That was purely coincidental. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but who knows, man? Like, I, I finished the first season. I'm probably going to watch the second season. And I, I don't know, man. There's, it's death. I think I agree with you, like, 89% of the way there. Uh, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, out of curiosity, what do you think this is rated on, Mal? I think that this, it's definitely over 8. I think it's going to be, like, an 8.4, which is a bit high. Well, Rem, with uh, 256,000 ratings, uh, Beastars, the first season, is currently sitting at an 8.02, uh, 6. 8.06. Okay. okay, okay. That's, I, I, st I, I probably, I don't think it should even be that high, uh, but I, I did apparently underestimate the furry community's influence on the anime. <laughs> I mean the Venn diagram there. It, there, it's it, there is quite a bit of overlap. I'll uh, be honest. I I know this is false, but I do like instinctively. It that Venn diagram is a circle for me, and I know that's not true. <laughs> it's like in my mind, it's a circle within a smaller circle. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! But like, yeah, see now that's gonna get us the emails. None of. None of the stuff you said about the show. You just called our entire audience furries, and I feel like... Hey, but I am okay with people being furries, all right? I don't get it, but I support you, all right? I think you guys get a lot of flack that's undeserved. Uh, some, some flack that is very much deserved, but most of it is not. <laughs> yeah, no. Am I doing uh, good for PR relations yet? Not really, but that's fine. Uh, we'll we'll get emails, I'm sure. Uh, we I will say we on this podcast are pro health, are pro furry. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Uh, as long as long as it's handled in a healthy uh, and you know reasonable manner, like fucking everything. Uh, talking to you, weebs. Y'all know you get a little overheated sometimes. Just the same. Uh, like what you like, and just don't be a dick to other people. That's the moral of this story. Uh, but without further ado, Rem. I've got one final question to ask you. Any chance you'd like to watch a bit more B-Stars with me sometime? Oh, fuck. Um, oh, this isn't an easy... I, maybe? I don't know. Sure. I guess. You just want to see how horny and violent it gets? I, I want the show to become what it has potential to be. Well, maybe if we come back to it, it will. But until then, without further ado, thank you all so much for turning in. Turning in? Turning in? Uh, for fuck's sake, Sean. I've only done, like, hey, I don't know, maybe, almost maybe 150 of these bed. fuckers. Maybe they're going maybe, to bed when listening to our podcast. They're turning in for the night, you know? <laughs> yeah, because our voices are what people want to hear when they're going to sleep. <laughs> my, my nasally nerdy tones and your exasperated grunts and sighs. That's exactly what people need when they're going to bed. 
Hell My yeah. God. Uh, by the way, our ASMR album is coming out pretty <laughs> soon, so just stay tuned for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, God. Please don't actually want that. That that I don't. I feel like I don't think that's a good idea for your eyes, brains, or ear holes. Uh, but without further ado, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed listening to us fuck up our sign-outs that we've done, I don't know, 140 times now, something like that, then please uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave a review. Uh, it really helps us out a lot. Uh, helps us get seen by other peoples, and who knows, maybe we'll actually grow beyond the five people that listen to us, uh, although we do love all five of you. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash context where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including the opportunity to have Remington horribly mispronounce your name live on the podcast. Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, I would like to send my regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls. But we reach the Yandere waifu tier, who are using their predatory instincts to hornily claw at us. And on that list, we have Reverse Kismo Kismo, Redneck Weeb, Kitty, Yuliana, The Great Horned Rat is the Greatest Chaos God, Yes, Yes, The Booty Knight, Snap Snips, Sean Onichan Baka Uwu, Sean Basement Dweller Who Grew Up Scrounging Terrible Fan Subs, Rollins, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer, Remington Is Not a Man of Culture, Fox and Boy, Remington Merrill, Ready to Be Isekai'd, Rem Hub, Nick Harvey, Mahuno Pug Tears, Lonely Geek 23, Kyle Welsh, Kazumurako, Jax, Jacob Livingston, Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid. Ichigo Sib 015. I see so the lovable gremlin is your favorite. Sean, good choice. She tied with your member one spot myself. Uh, H-Wood. Hey, Sean. I like Sean. how people are trying to have a conversation with me through yeah, Patreon. That's very interesting. <laughs> uh, hey, Sean. Tokiyami Towasama or Amine Kanata Tan question mark. Oh, oh, God. Uh, Towa or uh, Kanata. Uh, uh, the... The, mm, off the top of my head, I think the gorilla is funnier, but the devil is cuter. What the fuck? Glenn Michael Dolan. Farmer, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts weeb. Echidna is best girl. Dylan Simp. Devin McCutcheon. Darth Pikachu. Dark Swarm 713. Cheese Monkey. Ariel Bird. Apostle of the Church of Remington. Andrew Sinclair. Andrew Rowkey. Elise Howard. Alexander Nasi and Sanyo. Thank absolutely every single one of you. Now we move on to the boy wizard tier heading over to Hogwarts. And you know what? Uh, Harry Potter, uh, a, a great creative work created by a very talented author. I know there's some controversies in the news. I don't want to discuss uh. that. So I'm just going to sign uh, people, uh, very talented artists uh, and, and nothing else. So uh, the Brown Mamba, uh, you're you're gonna get another uh, talented writer, uh, Orson Scott Card, and oh, I see what you're doing. Oh no! What? Wait, what? <laughs> he, uh, he's a very popular, well-renowned author. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Sean. Sean is reading too much into it. I think. Uh, then we uh, have Spicy uh-huh. Log Horizon. Is one of the best written isekai. Use the BS rule. Hot take. Uh, let Let's keep it uh, in in the realm of of literature uh you're you're getting lovecraft getting eldritch and spooky in this some bit oh god uh rare please do more cute girls doing cute things shows kumiko uh you you are getting are they getting uh, hitler the, the, no, what no god no <laughs> they're getting steve jobs all right oh uh ooh. very innovative Yikes. fella um pilkster the symphogear advocate uh you are going to get 
Uh, you, you know what? You're, you're going to get John Lennon, very talented artist, uh, very, very good musician. Uh, Man, that, Miguel Delion. Some emails. <laughs> wait, I'm just, wait. I don't know what Sean is talking about. Uh, Miguel Delion. Uh, you know, let's get interesting with it. Let, let, uh, athletes can be artists too. And, uh, you're, you're getting a very talented professional wrestler, Chris Benoit. Oof. And oh, he God. was a very, oh, he's, no. he was a world class uh athlete and and told great stories in the ring uh mm -hmm. mt the poet uh you mt the poet uh you're getting uh oh let's let's go a little little older you're getting paul gogan um oh dear uh, ve very interesting art especially uh his his work with the natives uh i call bone drew daddy uh you're, you're getting let, let's get uh musical uh you're getting chris brown uh, a lot of people really oh, like his music god a lot of people uh <laughs> this is oh god uh if this gets too rough dylan's gonna have to re-record this and i feel bad for him what i what i don't understand sean you're sean is paranoid and i don't know why all right uh let, let's see here i've got one for you oh okay uh uh, so, Enrique Perez Torres, you're going to get uh, Nobuhiro Watsuki, um, a, a, a great, we're, we're getting uh, Japanese now, author of Rurouni Kenshin. Very, uh, people love it, obviously, right? Uh, Very popular manga. D Delina Perez, I mean, we may as well go go to the one who started the conversation. You're getting J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I, I'm some, and for some reason, I feel uh, the worst for them. <laughs> uh, dedicated sadist, last but not least... Um, I, I guess let's have a silly one. We always, we try to have a silly one. So Sean suggested Hitler. I guess we'll say Hitler. Um, no, that's too mean. You're, you're getting I guess Thomas we'll Edison. say Hitler. You're getting, Jesus, you're getting Thomas getting Edison, on a dedicated sadist. No, dedicated sadist, you're getting Thomas Edison, a great uh, inventor and innovator. So uh, everyone, everyone mm, gets, mm, mm, uh, mm. what? I don't know. Sean is real cynical today. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> real cynical, why. especially about Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> But we move on to our highest tier, the $50 tier, Shefano Musco getting into the White House. Uh, I didn't plan ahead for this one. Uh, Sean, what what are we doing for our Shefano Muscos? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, they are getting... One sec, one sec. Uh, that, whatever you choose is probably better than what I was about to say, because I was about to say VTubers, and that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I've got them on the brain lately. Sean, Sean, are there any notable, like... Oh, okay, I, w w we'll, we'll give everyone a fursona. Everyone's getting their own fursona on the Shepard and Musco team. Oh, okay, okay, I see. See, that's thematic. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and if Remington right, so gets your fursona incorrectly, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's true, because as we all know, uh, all, all of you guys have your own uh, personas. Uh, so as far as I know, a persona is just uh, like, I'm just signing spirit animals, basically. I mean, yeah, that's basically what you're doing. Uh, so uh, we, we start with Touchy Diplomat. Thank you so much, Touchy Diplomat. And obviously, uh, I'm sensing you, uh, you're a horse, all right? You are a goddamn <laughs> stallion, all right? That's your persona. Uh, Silicon Spectre. Oh, you're off strong, I see. <laughs> Silicon Specter, uh, you are going to be a liger. Ooh, a mix. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Zachary Shirley has entered the realm of awesome and is now a subject of awesome. Uh, oh God, I, 
I hope Sean doesn't know what that might be referencing, and I just hope that it isn't referencing what I think you're referencing. Uh, but surely you, you're you're the classic wolf. Uh, you're you're the most popular of all personas. Uh, what anime do you want to revisit the most? We answered that last time. Uh, but your persona is going to be uh, a cat. You are a cat girl or a cat boy. Congratulations. Uh, that is the future that Biden wants. Uh, Omoto. Omoto, I got uwu Remy Onichan. Babababaka. Uh, you are going to get. Uh, you're 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 not you're not getting a fursona. You're getting a scale sona. Um, you are a dragon. Uh, <laughs> then last but not least, we have the Almighty Sinner. <laughs> the Almighty Sinner, and you are going to obviously be a dwarf rabbit. Uh, so congratulations, everyone. <laughs> there you go. There's your personas. Uh, and uh. <laughs> if you'd like to contact us, uh, if you would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. I will say, we on this podcast are pro-furry. As long as it's handled in a healthy uh, and, you know, reasonable manner like fucking horse pussy. Mm-hmm.